the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Summer, continue to enjoy your best lawn ever with Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Contact them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025 or online, LawnDoctor.com. A lot more summer ahead, plus the fall. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call for a free quote today, 401-392-1025. Find out also about keeping your family safe from ticks and mosquitoes. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Check out their website. It's LawnDoctor.com or call today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Petro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, petro.com Well, it is hot. It is Thursday, and things are really getting hot in the office of Governor Dan McKee. Now, this is going to be a challenge. This is going to be a challenge whether or not Governor McKee can handle the latest controversy that is rocking his office. Again, folks, let's hear it. I want to give credit. Channel 12. They got the interview with his chief of staff, Tony Silva, former Cumberland police chief, who is now under investigation by the state police and attorney general Peter Nerona. This is the piece that aired on Channel 12. In a Target 12 investigation. Any thought at all to stepping aside pending the outcome of the investigation? Absolutely not. Why not? Tim, I've done nothing wrong. This is, um, you know, it's... What happens when you work at the state house? Not exactly. With Governor Dan McKee's chief of staff today, he gave his Oops, first this is all the Cumberland land deal. Tim White spoke with Tony Silva as he left the state house today and is here now with the exclusive interview. Tim, and it is. Mike and Kim, less than 24 hours after Governor McKee told us he determined Silva did not abuse his position. The governor called on the attorney general and state police to investigate Silva's actions out of what he says is an abundance of caution. Tony Silva, chief of staff to Governor Dan McKee, has been under mounting scrutiny after the Department of Environmental Management reversed its decision and gave Silva's family the green light to develop this narrow piece of wetlands in Cumberland. Tony, you got a second for us? Thank you. We met up with Silva Wednesday as he left the state house. Uh, looking for your reaction to the AG uh, state police investigation. No, I welcome it. I you think you, absolutely. Anyone know who, anyone who knows me and knows my career that probably includes you as well knows the type of person I am. Um, I'm I'm actually happy that that's going to happen because it'll bring um, a fresh perspective to what's been going on. I haven't done anything wrong. Text messages and emails obtained by Target 12 show Silva repeatedly reached out to Cumberland Mayor Jeff Mutter about the property, even meeting with him on March 31st, nearly a year after Silva told Target 12 he had given up his financial interest in the land. Any second thoughts about trying to intervene in Cumberland and the optics of that? Jim, let me make it perfectly clear to you. I didn't intervene in anything. What? Not even at the town level. I have absolutely not. Never, ever, ever, ever. ever. That's not what Tony Silva does. Third person might disagree with you. He's, well, he 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 called the governor and said he was concerned about the conversation. So if you didn't intervene, why would he be concerned? I have a lot of respect for Mayor Mutter. Mm-hmm. The discussion I had for him was out of concern for him. If he misinterpreted it, 
I'm, I'm, oh, it's I'm, his uh, fault. I'm sorry about that. A spokesperson for Attorney General Peter Narona indicated this will be independent from the governor's office, telling us, quote, there are no limits to the scope of the investigation. Oh, With boy. the Target 12 investigators, Tim White, 12 News. Now, folks, that was, um, I mean, in my opinion, that was uh, a mistake by Tony Silva to say these things. Um, there was obviously, listen, there's a paper trail here. I think it's pretty clear. You can see exactly what was going on. This whole business of now he's trying to say that he was looking out for the mayor. Uh, I don't buy any of it. I am. I don't know Tony Silva, but I can tell you that this this is not going to go away quickly. When you get the state police and the attorney general involved, they they don't folks they don't move quickly. So this is going to be in and depending on how far this goes, one of the people that they have to talk to is going to be Governor McKee. So this is one of those things that it's I, I'm not saying that it just explodes all in one day, but it starts to wear. There's uh, some different information that maybe comes out at different times. Um, it, th this is I am telling you, this is damaging to Governor McKee because let's face it, it's pretty challenging with what's going on aside from that. All right, let's hear. This is another story on it from Channel 12. Target 12 investigator Tim White caught up with Tony Silva outside the State House just a few hours ago. Silva is under fire over a controversial plan to develop a wetlands property in Cumberland. Less than 24 hours after McKee told reporters he was satisfied Silva exerted no undue influence, the governor has now asked the attorney general and the state police to examine what happened. And Tim joins us now live in studio. This has really been swirling around the State House for a while. Yeah, Mike and Kim, that's right. This erupted after the Department of Environmental Management reversed its previous decision and gave Silva's family the green light to develop a narrow piece of wetlands in Cumberland. And neighbors and town leaders were concerned that as the top aide to the governor, Silva got special treatment. Tony. Tony, you got a second for us? Thank you. Target 12 met up with Governor Dan McKee's chief of staff, Tony Silva, as he left the State House Wednesday. Silva told us he welcomes the Attorney General's investigation into his handling of a controversial land deal in Cumberland. Anyone who knows me and knows my career, that probably includes you as well, knows the type of person I am. Um, I'm, I'm actually happy that that's going to happen because it'll bring um, a fresh perspective to what's been going on. I haven't done anything wrong. Any thought at all to stepping aside pending the outcome of the investigation? Absolutely not. Why not? Tim, I've done nothing wrong. This is, um, you know, it's, it's what happens when you work at the State House. Text messages and emails obtained by Target 12 show Silva repeatedly reached out to Cumberland Mayor Jeff Mutter about the property, even calling a meeting with the mayor on March 31st. That was nearly a year and a half after Silva told Target 12 he had given up his financial interest in the land. Any second thoughts about trying to intervene in Cumberland and the optics of that? Tim, let me make it perfectly clear to you. I didn't intervene in anything. Not even at the town level? I have absolutely not. Never, ever, ever. Ever. That is not what Tony Silva does. No. Nope. Mayor Mutter might disagree with you. He Jimmy likes you, Lane. He called the governor and said he would. Folks, this is like out of Seinfeld with uh, Jimmy. Jimmy likes Elaine. Jimmy liked uh, Jimmy's new in town. Jimmy Jimmy feels that Jimmy could do that. Jimmy's getting angry. Jimmy is angry at Kramer. Jimmy can't jump. Folks, now, I mean, now he's going third person. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> 
Ever. All right, it continues. Listen, he, he, listen, we know exactly what happened. Now the question is whether or not they can actually catch him for what happened. The thing to watch here is a big difference when people go under oath. So with the DEM, whoever right now is carrying his water, like, oh, yeah, we just decided to change. And uh, even though it's 95% wetland, we just decided to change. Folks, Governor McKee's got a problem. He's, he's the head of the DMV. Craddock is running a brothel. And now Silva is basically committing extortion trying to strong-arm people using the power of the governor's office. I would say it's a problem. Concerned about the conversation, so if you didn't intervene, why would he be concerned? I have a lot of respect for Mayor Murdoch. Mm -hmm. The discussion I had for him was out of concern for him. If he misinterpreted oh. it, I'm, 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 you know. See, he's looking out for him. See, I was trying to say, listen, I'm trying to help you here. The DEM, they've already approved it, so you're going to be odd man out. Folks, uh, this does not stand up i don't know who went over the talking points with him but i don't think it's good and i think it's going to be very very problematic for governor mckee because this this is not this is like slow attrition right like water like uh well, i don't know if you can see it anymore but anyhow folks um is john DePietro a lot more ahead on this thursday right here on the john DePietro show MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799 that's 401-321-2799 or find karen on the web at www.innovast.com summer's here you want to stay nice and healthy for you and your family pop in and see marie at it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland you can call her at 401-305-3585 it's my health right in that old white church diagonally across from davenport restaurant it's my health where you're going to find vitamins herbal remedies from trusted companies local products like icee honey maple syrup octave skin brushes also over 250 bulk herbs teas and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas it's my health where you'll find hemp and cbd products for oral and topical use natural skincare products hair care hair care products essential oils body oils and soaps it's my health stop it and see marie 
1099 Menden Road in Cumberland or call 401-305-3585. Shop local and stay healthy with It's My Health right across the street from Davenport Restaurant. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Joining us right now, he is retired U.S. military intelligence officer. We've spoken to him before. He is uh, terrific and so knowledgeable. It is Lieutenant Steve Rogers. Lieutenant, welcome back to the John DePietro Show. Um, I wish it was better circumstances, but very anxious to hear just some of your initial thoughts on what we're seeing and happening in Afghanistan and seemingly the disconnect with President Biden. Well, John, thanks for your invitation. And we're certainly seeing, at least in my lifetime, the most catastrophic uh, foreign policy uh, uh, makeout from the White House that I've seen. Uh, to begin with, this entire operation was uh, messed up from the beginning. Uh, I spent my career in, in military intelligence and worked on evacuation plans for every single contingency or every single incident that would happen worldwide in every country. The first thing you do is remove your civilians. You close your embassy. You make sure everyone's safe. And then you remove your military. Joe Biden did it completely backwards. And then they add insult to injury. John, they left our equipment there, helicopters, tanks, armored personnel carriers, uh, millions of rounds of ammunition. And they and Biden gave the Taliban uh, an air force. They never had one before. Now they have one. And on top of that, we now have ISIS and we now have Al-Qaeda being reconstituted. So we're in for some real trouble as we move forward. What do you make of him trying to insist that, uh, you know, it just contradicts what we're, what we're seeing, which is he was saying all the allies are with us and the Taliban basically uh, is, is not harming anyone. That, that is just simply not true. It isn't. And, and, and listen, I, I'm not going to make fun of the guy with regards to maybe his mental capacity because we do have mental health issues all over the country. Uh, and uh, uh, the president of the United States is not immune from that. But I've concluded, based on watching his news conferences, he's outright lying uh, or he just simply doesn't uh, know what's going on. He has a complete disconnect. Uh, he's more concerned now about uh, his poll numbers and about and, and, and again, it, it, it's, it is political, right? He has so much hatred for Donald Trump uh, and the Republicans in this country that he's willing to do anything to try to be one up on them. And, and I say that not as a political statement, but as a, a clear cut analysis of what I've seen taking place here, because he was advised by the military not to do this. And he did it anyway. Um, again, folks, we're speaking with Lieutenant Steve Rogers, who happens to be a retired U.S. military intelligence officer. Lieutenant, um, is, it, is it possible? Now, what we hear is that he, his military advisors warned against this. He overrode that. But, you know, I think it's a fair question to say, is it possible that he wasn't absorbing all of the consequences of what his decision was going to be? Well, it's, it is possible, John, but there are many close advisors with him in the room with the military. Certainly he has his national security advisor. I'm sure he has the secretary of state, secretary of defense. There were enough people there to work very hard to make it clear to him that this would be a real serious problem. And think about what you just said. Uh, if, in fact, what you say is true, then are we going to take it a step further and somebody's going to have to invoke the 25th Amendment? Uh, because we have an individual here that, don't forget, he has his uh, fingers on, on that nuclear uh, button. And, and I, I would just hate to see something so drastic uh, uh, to happen like that. But anything can go when you have someone that doesn't have the 
mental capacity. And, and this is not an outright criticism. This is just something I think is on a line uh, in line on the minds of a lot of people. Uh, he, he just doesn't seem to have the capacity to grasp what's going on. Uh, if it's not, if that's not the case, he's outright lying to the American, the American people for political purposes. Yeah, and either one is not a good option. Has it um, surprised you that no one has lost their job over this? Uh, there's been no realignment. Uh, it's, it's, they're acting as though everything went according to plan. Yeah, well, it kind of confirms what, what we're all kind of thinking, that uh, he's uh, doing these things on his own. There's no one else to blame but him. Uh, if there was any idea to fire anybody, who do you fire? They're all in the same room. They're all talking together. Uh, I would think, uh, and, I, and, and, I, and I say this uh, because I know that prior presidents worked together uh, uh, in the national crisis. So a lot of the American people don't know that. It's something, uh, an unofficial president's club where they will seek advice from prior presidents and i'm sure that if he sought some sort of advice from uh, barack obama whom not, i'm not a fan of but I, I don't think barack obama uh, would want to lead us into a major major war uh, and see a lot of people die like this I, I i just don't believe any prior president would do that so uh he just simply didn't uh, listen to people and did what he wanted to do you know what's interesting um is as much as people and people would talk about the temperament of let's just say president trump and and we would often hear that phrase you know he has his finger on the nuclear button but we've also seen the danger of someone that does the opposite which is you know this is not the united states this is this the is this the biden doctrine that we're seeing right now oh it's the biden doctrine uh, without any uh, doubt and now keep in mind that uh, president trump made it very clear to our enemies that if they got out of line uh, they would be met with the full force of the U.S. military. And during President Trump's uh, administration, there was not one move by al-Qaeda, by ISIS. Uh, the Taliban were kept uh, in place. Uh, they feared him because he was unpredictable. And that was a good thing because uh, they had no idea uh, the response of a President Donald J. Trump. So they kept uh, they, they stayed home. Now, Joe Biden comes in. And he displays weakness, weakness to the point, John, weakness to the point that the Chinese Communist Party, who, by the way, have their fingerprints all over the Taliban operation, uh, sent fighter jets over Taiwan. They already put Taiwan on notice. And the words I understand from President Xi to the Taiwanese government is, look at what your friend America is doing with the Taliban. Take note of that. So you've got the Chinese uh, scratching their head saying, well, you know what? Maybe it's our time now to go after Taiwan. You got Vladimir Putin. He's scratching his head thinking, hmm, uh, interesting. Maybe we ought to take another look at Ukraine. So Joe Biden, his doctrine is a doctrine of weakness and a doctrine of surrender. Uh, in his mind, it's for the sake of peace. But in the minds of many, it's an open pathway to war. Are you surprised Vice President Harris hasn't stepped up to carry the mantle? Uh, no, no, she's as, uh, as clueless as he is. In fact, uh, there was some sort of report that, and a, a legitimate report, that she made it clear that uh, she wasn't going to go down with this uh, as her legacy. So here, here she is uh, in, in, this, in Southeast Asia somewhere. Uh, Joe Biden's in Delaware. And uh, who's leading the country? Think about that one. Who yeah. is really leading our country? Folks, again, he is retired U.S. military intelligence officer, and it's Lieutenant Steve Rogers. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 
3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401 272 3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Calvino, call for a free consultation today, 401-785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com. Were you or a friend or a member of your family in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, fight back, Call Jack, free consultation, 401-785-9400. 50 years personal injury law experience and his office, 100 years combined total with the staff. Fight back, call Jack, 401-785-9400. It would be great if you were in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall workplace injury, and the other person's insurance company offered to compensate you what they should but it doesn't happen that way. You need a fighter. Fight back. Call Jack. Free consultation. 401-785-9400. Jack Calvino. 401-785-9400. Or online, fightbackcalljack.com. Listening to John Petro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until it's 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is topetro.com. Our legal segment joining me right now. He is one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. He is our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, my goodness, Governor McKee has himself quite a summer going. Uh, the latest now, Governor McKee has recommended state police and Attorney General Peter Nerono look into this development regarding his chief of staff, Tony Silva, who surprisingly to me did speak out this afternoon, speaking to channel 12 which i don't think was a good idea although i do love the fact that he referred to himself in the third person uh but let's first blush um what seems to be most damaging are this uh text messages and this whole situation with the mayor of uh, cumberland yes it's an unfortunate situation for uh the governor um tony silva's got himself a two front three front war going on 
first front is he's got a uh, investigation with uh, the attorney general's department at the very least and or the state police, John. He's also got an ethics violation based on a complaint filed by the Rhode Island Republican Party. And he's creating a political problem for his boss, the governor, um, through his insistence that he has done nothing wrong. Um, that's yet to be determined, but the optics of this situation are, are, are terrible, to, to put it mildly. Um, it, it is interesting that he chose to um, speak with the media um, after he came out of the state house, where he emphatically denied that he had done anything wrong, where he emphatically denied that he had attempted to influence Mayor Mutter, um, where he foolishly, uh, in my view, uh, either in an email or a text, confirmed what happened in that um, meeting of this spring with the mayor at a coffee shop, um, where he claims he did nothing to try to influence uh, the mayor, but indicated he was going to flip this property and his interest in it to his son, and that is that would take some of the pressure off the, the mayor mutter at the um, town hall. None of that really sounds good um, for, from from a political perspective. The one place, John, that he may have um, a little bit of wiggle room is with the complaint brought by the ethics commission, which says in part that um, the complaint says that. Silva answered falsely. One of the questions has words to the effect, you got to, to please identify each instance where you or your spouse or a dependent child owned or had a financial interest in any real estate other than your primary residence. And the answer was none. Now, he did have a purchase and sales agreement with the owner of this property, which was 93% wetland. However, his obligation to purchase it and to acquire an ownership interest in this property was contingent on getting permission to construct a single family house. So when he filled out the financial disclosure, arguably he did answer correctly because he did not yet have an ownership interest in his financial interest it's, it's a matter of interpreting words, but right. he did not yet have a financial interest. So although the Republican Party makes a big splash and gets a story in the paper, of all of the um, issues created by this potential um, development of this lot, I think, I think Silva will be okay with the Ethics Commission. Okay. But as far as, Tim, the optics, and here's what people need to understand. And I was trying to kind of phrase this to Governor McKee yesterday when he's sitting there with the mayor, <clears throat> the mayor of Cumberland. Well, he's not just Tony Silva. He's the governor's chief of staff and of obviously a very powerful office. And whether you're a mayor or whoever, there's certain things you may request from the state or need from the state. And he is in a position to maybe grant them or maybe put up some barriers and this situation where he calls him out of the blue and let's just meet for coffee and, you know, really pushing. Uh, it sounds like he got DM to say that he could develop on it. Now he just needs the mayor to go along. But that is some um, 
Kim, this is hardly the first time we've seen public officials or people connected to them. Um, you have to be careful with the undue influence using the office in order to obtain the means that, that they're looking for. Probably the most famous is the Cranston land deal with that owner. And you may remember, but she couldn't do anything to get that zoning for that. And then the Dupreets got it. And in one day, I think they flipped it to a $2 million profit. Yes, um, that's correct in terms of what happened in Cranston. With what happened in Cumberland here, John, Silva did meet with the mayor. Let's meet at a coffee shop. And amazingly, um, DEM approval was um, acquired, which is quizzical in and of itself. That's very puzzling, yeah. Well, especially when you've got a neighborhood who are, right. where all the homes apparently have problems with water runoff, flooding, et cetera. Um, you know, everyone in politics has political enemies, and it seems um, hard to believe that Silva would be pursuing this, trying to shoehorn a house into a wet neighborhood yeah. and not expect through all these, you know, petitions before the zoning board applications to DEM that folks opposed to this development would not be getting the word out or in some way influencing this. Now, it sounds like it's Mayor Mutter who brought this to the governor's attention to say, hey, you know, look look into what's going on here with Tony Silva. Right. Um, you don't want the perception of a guy um, unduly influencing town officials to be, you know, at the top of your administration, it could be bad for you politically. But when this meeting at the coffee shop occurred, it was to, for Silva, allegedly, if you listen to the mayor, to ask the mayor not to object to the DEM determination. Right. Silva now claims that the purpose of that meeting was to protect the mayor from any political fallout, to let the mayor know what was going on. Well, it's either one thing or it's the other. Either he was there to warn the mayor and to protect right. the mayor, which doesn't sound plausible. No. Or that he was there to implore the mayor not to overrule the DEM determination and to tank this potential single family um, construction project. Yep. It's a question of credibility, and right now, Mayor Mutter hasn't said much publicly, um, and I'm sure he doesn't want to get into a political firefight with uh, the previous mayor and no. the sitting governor and the former police chief. It's it's a very um, um, volatile situation, to say the least. I, I, I thought that perhaps Silva would have taken either a, a leave of absence or stepped yeah. aside if he's so confident that this investigation is going to clear him. And basically he's inviting this investigation. <laughs> Which well, I found, Tim, I found very curious. And these are my words, not yours. But when someone says, oh, I welcome it. I mean, give me a break. I, I would, again, I don't know exactly what's in his mind, but it, it would be feasible to say, I think it's a complete waste of time because I'm doing anything wrong. Not I welcome the state police and attorney general because Tim Dodd, it's one thing that Governor McKee says DEM. Now, you guys decided this was OK. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a big difference between that or now you're sitting across the, the table from whoever, Steve Danbrook and now some of the state police people. 
And it's like, all right, you realize you're under oath, right? Now, did, did you take us through how you decided to approve that? I, I just think these things can potentially go, you know, go. they have potential to go sideways. I, I agree with you, John. And I don't wish uh, Tony Silva anything other Nor do than I. For the truth. But the, the last guy I recall welcoming an investigation was Gary Hart. And, right. <laughs> and that didn't really go too well for him either. And Tim, just to put this in context for people, and I'm not getting too far ahead, but, you know, a big part of Mayor Cianci and his problem, if people remember, but it was that university club where he had felt spurned by the club. Then he felt that uh, Charlie Hall was brought in to be the entertainment that he could not be a member of the university club. And then it came down to when they were trying to get special zoning and they wanted to do an extension and improve the, the program, the building, the mayor got caught up. He put the gabosh on Steve Anderson to vote no against it. So I'm just saying, you know, and again, I also, I don't wish any will on Tony Silver or governor McKee, but this is hardly the first time that a public official uses or misuses the power of their office to you know try to get either something done or get something blocked yeah and and certainly silva's saying um i think his words are i did not 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 do anything wrong right. um <laughs> you know very emphatic oh, um, that sounds which, rehearsed to me someone well, yeah. gave him talking points you gotta and, say really emphatically i did not <laughs> not 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 do anything wrong Tim, he had me, though, with when he went third person. Anyone well, that knows Tony Silva. Yes, <laughs> that's, you know, and that sounds like, you know, royalty speaks of yeah. themselves in the third person. Um, you know, a former police chief, chief of staff or a governor should not be no. referring to, to himself in the third person yeah. when he's on the hot seat. It, the optics of that, too, John, are just awful. Now, Tim Dodd, uh, before we move on, one final question on this. Now, Governor McKee did speak both with Silva and did speak with the mayor of Cumberland. So that kind of puts him, it, it, I, I would imagine the state police and attorney general, whatever, but they would want to confer with him on what his conversations were. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah, it's absolutely fair. And for the moment, you know, the governor's standing by his man, and that's fine. But the attorney general's department will parse everything and they will talk independently to the governor and to Silva and to Mutter and members of the uh, zoning board and whoever was involved at DEM um, to get a true picture of whether or not undue influence, undue political influence, I should yeah. say, was exerted right. on this. Yeah. I mean, clearly this is a, um, uh, approval for a single family construction project, which sounds like it should have never been granted. Right. And John, the last thing I would add is I think it's too little too late when the Silva family says, well, never mind this development. We'll just donate this yeah. lot to the, to the town of Cumberland. I, I don't, I don't think that is a fix. I don't think that no. passes the smell test. No. I don't think that satisfies law enforcement or the public. No. And Tim Dodd, one final thing. It almost seems if you follow the kind of the tr timeline of this is <clears throat> Silva was trying to get it done, trying to get it done. And then once Governor McKee took over, now he's the chief of staff to the governor. I take it as now he felt <clears throat> now I do have the juice to make this happen. So let's 
like get it done. First, he handles DEM, then he's working on the mayor. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more. Attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. This summer, let J.K.L. Engineering keep you and your family nice and cool. J.K.L. Engineering. Call them today, 401-351-7600. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. J.K.L. It's going to be a hot summer ahead. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Remember, with J.K.L., 54 years in business, reputation is second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navian certified factory dealer. Call J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available this summer. Call J.K.L. Engineering right now. Remember, they do it right. They do it right the first time. They'll keep you and your family or your employees nice and cool. Call J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Remember, J.K.L. Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, a carrier factory authorized dealer. It's J.K.L. Call them 401-351-7600. This summer, stay nice and cool with J.K.L. Engineering. 401 351 7600. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508 336 7801 MEGA MEGA professionals 508 336 7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers and won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part time, full time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out, they send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today 508. 508- 336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508 336-7801. 